Forrester. Down the line to right. It's gone! Garrett Forrester walks it off for Oregon State! What happened? He just like benched like five of the starters. Four of them were all Americans. Big hit pop. Did he just do it? Yes, he did. This is loaded in the NCAA tournament. And he sends a drive to deep right. Elko, Grand Slam. Beer showers about. McGarry's 2-2 pitch to Lanzilli. Strike three called, and Virginia has completed a no-hitter tonight. Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. Hayes out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. All right, college baseball fans, welcome to the championship edition episode of the 11.7 podcast. We got our championship series set, and it's no other than the last team in the tournament, number 64, Ole Miss Rebels facing off against one of the hottest teams in the country on the other side, the Oklahoma Sooners. And uh, boy, if you would have told me this, not even, not even like two weeks ago, but like a week ago, that it was going to be Oklahoma Ole Miss, I would have said you're crazy. Even after the College World Series field was set, I thought there was way too many talented teams to have Oklahoma and Ole Miss both make it. But, dude, it just shows you, you get hot at the right time. Anybody can make it to the finals. It, it, it's literally anybody's game. Play the best baseball in May and June, and you're set. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you said it, but didn't realize what you were saying. You said, "Oh, don't Ole Miss is gonna Ole Miss is gonna like they're gonna do something." You said it. I don't know if it was selection show Monday or if it was like after I regionals said, or something. I you think said I said, "Who let those boys in? Who let those boys in because they're about to make a deep run?" You, you said something it. about making a deep run, and you said, "And I know you said it just to just to put it on record, just in case you might be right." But you didn't actually believe what you were saying. There's no, no way. No shot. Especially I mean, looking what? at the road that the get, looking at the road Ole Miss had to go through. It was tough. It, go to Miami and then play in a super regional against either LSU, LSU or Southern Miss. It's like, dude, that's like that's a hard task. You're playing against some really good teams there, and and I mean, sure enough, I mean, here I'm, they are. <laughs> what a run! I mean, I mean. You can you can sit here and just immediately pr- all praise Dylan Delucia. I mean, he dropped he let his nuts hang, and he put that team on his back essentially. But you got to you got to remember. I mean, not even not even just Tim Elko. I mean, that lineup looked like a legit lineup when you just watched them play. I mean. One hitter after another started with Justin Bench. And then Jacob Gonzalez, you know how dangerous he can be at any moment. And then with Elko, he could either punch you in the mouth right there or you, you got him out and you had to go straight to Kevin Graham, who was also hot and, this postseason. And Kevin Graham did not want to go home this postseason. They, that boy just hit and hit and hit and hit. Made some really good plays defensively as well. Uh, he was probably my most outstanding player other than Dylan DeLucia. Uh, or Hunter Elliott for this for, Ole, for this Ole Miss team for for this Ole Miss team, but I mean, this is the same team, and shame on us, shame on everybody that 
that completely abandoned the boat, burned the boats on him. No, you can't, you can't, you can't, we, you can't say shame on him because it would, I said that it would warrant it. What, what was, what was warned? I mean, yes, you're right. They, they had a tough, tough stretch where they played terrible. They were bad. They were just a bad baseball team at one point. Yeah. But I mean, they, they just weren't good. Mississippi State and Ole Miss were in the same boat. They were both shitty baseball teams. They didn't know how to win baseball games. That's it. And and I'll say this. I think I have some tweets out there calling for Mike Bianco's job, saying that he needs to be fired. Let's move on. Let's get away from him. And now he's just sitting back with a nice big smirk on his face, just like, yeah, you guys are about to pay me a whole lot of money, just like Coach Lamonis got across the state. Uh, he's about to sign a fat deal with Ole Miss and uh, maybe a lifetime contract like what Tim Tadlock got for Texas Tech. But anyways, we'll, we're going to dive into both teams. I know we just talked about Ole Miss a lot. I'm sorry to all the Oklahoma fans out there. I'm sorry for all the Arkansas fans that had to listen to that. It's just when you get a team Wait, that goes. In... You think you think Arkansas fans give a shit about college baseball anymore for the next couple of days? I don't know Probably if they're going to be listening to this one. They're probably sulking in it. You know, they might be listening because they want to hear some some things that we have to say about their team and like how great of a season they had in the game. I mean, Connor Nolan was just as spectacular for seven of the eight innings he pitched um, today. And I mean, he had some he had nuts of himself that coming back short rest after throwing seven and a third on uh, on Friday of this past week comes back Thursday. But he and, also uh, he also got gifted from Stanford, a 72-pitch, seven-inning performance. That's fair. That's fair. But it was cool to see him go out there. And, I mean, emotions were high. He was pitching, uh, you know, exactly what you'd want out of an ace, on an ace versus ace mo- moment. Uh, but we're also going to talk about this Oklahoma team. And, and, in fact, there is probably just as much to be said about this Oklahoma team where they started the year and where they ended up as Ole Miss. I know Ole Miss is getting all the limelight right now. Um it, and it, it it's because they're probably one of the more nationally known, known teams. They're a baseball school. Uh, Ole Miss has probably a bigger fan base than Oklahoma. I don't know that for a fact, but I just assume based off of our Twitter, Twitter interactions. Uh, but Oklahoma should, know, should be nowhere near this game. If you would have asked us in – February, March, April, even beginning of May, nowhere near this game. They should not be in the College World Series finals, but guess what? It clicked for them. Uh, it's a talented group, super talented group, led by one of the best players in the country, led by one of the best coaches in the country. And when they got John Spikerman back uh, about halfway through the season, all right, sorry about that little Wi-Fi delay. I got I got caught up. I got too excited in the uh, – apparently when I get excited, the internet shuts the down in my place. Yeah, I burned it, man. I was I was firing up, but uh, going back to Oklahoma, I just had a great I just had a great rant on how great Oklahoma is, and uh, then the Wi-Fi cut out. So you said you were it, you were literally on John Spikerman coming back. Yeah, so so when John Spikerman came back, sometime in the middle of April, he solidified that leadoff role, which which gave um, you know that lineup more depth, and it gave someone in front of Peyton Graham to to hit uh, like drive-in runs, those type of things. But this is a very, very talented lineup for for Oklahoma. You go down the list. I know we just named off Ole Miss's lineup, but you know Peyton Graham, Blake Robertson, Tanner Treadway is is having a, a, a fantastic year for him in center field. Tanner Treadway, Jimmy Crook, 
I mean, all they all hit a new level. They all tapped in to another level. Maybe their numbers don't say it, but the quality of their at-bats went up. That's the, that's the biggest thing people don't realize. When you're, like, your team is doing really well and you just look at the numbers, sometimes you won't see the true story. Like, guys are putting up quality at-bats, more quality at-bats, whether instead of a two-pitch out or a three-pitch strikeout, it's turning into a five, six, seven, full count, eight, nine, ten-pitch strikeout, or a six-pitch ground ball guy moves over kind of thing. You Like, you hit the ball to the right side, guy gets the third with one out, run scores. Like the quality of that bat goes way up for you to be in the in, in the national championship. Yeah, that's so, actually number- a good point. I, I never even put that together with this Oklahoma team, but you're absolutely right. They uh, they 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 do their job at the plate, whether it's hitting behind a runner. Uh, you know, they have a very like fascinating part um, that they like specialize in on their offense, and it's you know get on first base any way you can. I, I want to say they're top five in the country in stolen bases. I was looking through I'll their stolen right base now. numbers. I'll tell you right now, they're 145 yeah. for 188 on stolen bases. 145 for 188 is ridiculous. So they, they would steal second base, hit behind them, get them to third, and then the next guy's up there to drive them in. Like they, they can manufacture runs with the best of them. Uh, and, and honestly, it's a, it's a team that doesn't even have to steal bases. And I know they do, but they also have 73 homers on the year uh, and 135 doubles. So like they have. 200 plus extra base hits as a team, which is really nice to have. So, uh, all in all, it's a uh, it's going to be a dogfight of a series. Ole Miss, Oklahoma, two teams that shouldn't. If you would, they you know should not sucks, be in this though? game. They they both should not you be know, in this you, game, but they deserve it. Like they earned you know their way I'm gonna, there. I'm going to tell you something right now. Congrats to Ole Miss for making it to the national championship. And I'm going to put out a hot take. I love hot takes, and I'm wrong all the time. But the national championship has already been decided. Okay, who? Oklahoma. I mean. How are you going to say that? Wait, 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 what? So so here's my reason why. Offensively, I think right now they're pretty even. Duluth is done for the season. I mean, they're, I mean, no, Friday, no. He Saturday, could, he Sunday. He's not coming back. back He's not coming this back could. on three days rest after already I coming dare, back on four days rest. Dude, I dare you to tell him that. No, if he, if he does it, he will not be the same Dylan Delusia. Now, you can say Michael Roth. You can say all these outstanding performances over all the years of guys coming on back on rest, whatever. Dylan Delusia will pitch Monday night. He will. Like, we know that. Okay. He will I pitch thought you Monday were saying night. he was not going to. I was like, yeah, but right. it won't be. It won't be the same. It won't be like I tried. To, I said it like he he will pitch, but it won't be Dylan Delucia. I just don't think. I just don't think you come back on three day or three or four days rest twice. You could do it once. It's, it's not you hard. Realize this is the na- that would be the national championship winner take all game. The mad like imagine the adrenaline that he'll have the whole game. It's not a one or two. I, I understand adrenaline. that. I understand he'll have all the adrenaline, all the red hot, all the ibuprofen, all the um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he'll have everything at his disposal. But it's not gonna ha- he's not going to have – it, it's going to be a relief. It's, he's got, I mean, dude, if I'm, if I'm Bianco, I bring Delucia out of relief so he gets all, all the adrenaline. And then he can hum it. He can give it everything he has for two or three innings, I think. But 
Oh, dude, I think you're wrong. I think you're dead wrong. I think you start him, and he goes six plus. In, you just ride him out. However many pitches he's got, dude, you got to no. just empty no. the tank. That's a mistake. That's a big mistake. If that series is 1-1 going into Monday, Delusia's got to come out of the pen. He's got to come right, out of the right. pen. We could argue about that all day. Go back to your original thought. Because you said the, the national championship has already been decided. Congratulations to Oklahoma. Is this like a reverse jinx that you got going on, or is this what you really believe? At the end of the show, I'll reveal. Okay, that's fair. Um, but, hey, going back to, like, the gambling side of things just real quick, I don't remember what Oklahoma was. I think they were 50-1, to 1, maybe 60-1 to 1 to win the national championship at the start of the regionals. And Ole Miss, I want to say, was 100-1. to 1. I know they were 100-1. to 1. Ole Miss was 100-1 to 1 before selection show because I have a friend, Bradley, um, that wa- listens to all the episodes. And I'm pretty sure Bradley has like 500 bucks to win 50k on uh, on, on Ole Miss. On Ole Miss? No, he does not. I think he does. You've got to get him to send us his best slip, like screenshot it or whatever. Send it to us. We'll tweet it out because I that. Don't know if is, it's, I don't know if it's. It might not be like from a legal site. It doesn't matter. Just give. It might us the be offshore. Just okay. give it the bet. We'll get rid of all the little numbers or whatever. Just show the ticket on a screenshot. Um, because that, um, but anyway, anyway, I'm going to, um, I'm going to tell you the odds right now. All right. You haven't pulled up pulling them up right now. All right. Well, I'll, I'll feed this dead air time. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, when, what was six thirteen? with that? At, that was after regionals, right? No, that was no six thirteen was, was uh, for Omaha. Okay, so going into Omaha after Super Regional, Ole Miss. No, 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 that's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying before regional. I know. Started. I'm going further back. I'm going further back. I know. Ole Miss I, I was six fifty entering Omaha, and Oklahoma was um, plus seven hundred going into Omaha. Now, I'm going back to uh, Super Regional, entering Super Regional. Ole Miss. Was sixteen hundred? Oklahoma was twenty five hundred. Now I'm going to go back even further to the to the selection show. All right, here we go, Ben. On June second, which was the day after selection show. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, listen to this. Ole Miss was sixty five hundred. Um, no, I want I want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sixty five hundred on selection show, and Oklahoma was seventy five hundred the day after selection show. So Ole Miss had better odds than Oklahoma. Than Oklahoma. Wow. See, that's not what I remember it as. Like I remember it being Oklahoma about sixty five and Ole Miss at a hundred, but it might have been a different sports book. Either way, I mean, okay. either way, okay. if, if there was probably right. people out there that have. Tickets on both of these teams, and it's it's a perfect opportunity to hedge. I mean, on June, got- I mean, on May eighteenth, May eighteenth, Oklahoma was plus ten thousand. That's a hundred to one. Yeah, on May eighteenth, Ole Miss. We didn't even list them. We gave we gave ten twenty. We gave thirty teams. Ole Miss was not even in the top thirty. Were, odds were 
Oh, so they yes, were they outside. Were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They were six thousand plus six thousand on so May eighteenth. Sixty 18th. to one. Sixty to one. Yep. Okay. Sixty to one on May eighteenth. Wow. But what a ride wow. for those. I mean, I know Texas A&M got up there like sixty-five to one, seventy to one, at, 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 like late in the season, um, and then you know Arkansas even dropped down to thirty or forty to one uh, when they were going down their cold stretch. So there was a uh, there was good opportunity to grab any of these teams for futures odds to win the College World Series, and I feel bad for everybody that took Tennessee plus eight hundred, plus two fifty, whatever it was, because. Oklahoma, I mean, dude, listen to this. Tennessee is four and zero against these two teams on the year. They swept Ole Miss and they beat uh, they beat Oklahoma in the Shriners Classic. So those poor Tennessee fans just sulking in it right now. Like, man, this was our year. This was the best shot we had, and uh, you know, it, it sucks. Hey, I mean, it just sucks because this is a this is on, a tough postseason. Yeah, on May third, Arkansas with a thirteen to one odd. Yeah, that's not much at all. So basically heading into the final four weeks of the season, three, four weeks of the season, they were 13 to one. Tennessee was four to one. Oregon State 10 to one. Texas 11 to one. Arkansas 13. Bandy 15 to one. LSU 18 to one. Oklahoma State 20 to one. And then all the way Stanford 25 to one. AM was 100 to one on May 3rd. Virginia that's Tech nuts. 50 to one. Yeah, I mean, Southern Miss forty to one, and Ole Miss. I mean, that means Ole Miss was over a hundred to one on May third. That's outrageous, oh. dude. It's crazy. I mean, There's just so much wow. potential in this sport if you can just grab teams at the highest price. Uh, I know it sounds easier than what it is, but uh, like oh imagine God, if man. you would have put if you would have put a hundred on Ole Miss at a hundred to one. That's ten grand if they win the World Series. Wait, 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 wait. Listen to this. On February 28th, which is two weeks into the season. Yeah. Ole Miss was 18 to 1. And they just remember went when they were like right now. They were, yeah, they, they were the number country. one in the country. Yeah, yeah they were number they one were, in the country. They were number one, top five, flirting with it. They were yeah. 18 to 1. Texas. Hold on. Tennessee was 33 to 1. Yeah, I know some people that grabbed them at that number too. Um, the favorite with Texas at six to one, LSU eight eight basically eight to one. I mean, Arkansas eleven to one, Ole Miss eighteen to one. I don't even see Oklahoma on here. Yeah, Oklahoma was not a favorite at the beginning of the year at all. They might not have even been in the top. Liberty like, Liberty is the last team on this list. They were one hundred and twenty five to one. Oklahoma's not even on this list. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows you, you can, you can win a lot of money in this sport if you know what you're talking about. But anyways, man, this is, let's go ahead and just dive into this uh, series. This is what everybody's listening for. Uh, I'm going to kind of set the scene here. So we, uh, we have Ole Miss, Oklahoma, right? They both had very, very tough ta- uh, tests to get here. Like they had to earn their way. It wasn't given. It wasn't some easy, easy walk where they had to play four seeds in the supers and things like that. Like, no, they had to each come out of, uh, they went on the road for the regionals. They went on the road for the super regionals. And then they've kind of been the underdogs uh, for most of their games in Omaha. So, like, for example, Oklahoma wins the Big 12 tournament. People are saying, yes, this team is going to host. They deserve a right to host. They finished tied for second in the Big 12 regular season as well. 
Nope, they get put in Gainesville, Florida to die. You know, NCAA says, here you go. You're going to get chomped by the swamp, and you're going to go to die. They uh, they come out of there. They they win the first two their first two games. They lose a game to Florida. They win the game three after Randallay. Really, really cool. And so they get matched up with Virginia Tech on the road in a Super Regional. Uh, all-time year for the Hokies. They hosting a Super for the first time in forever. And uh, they get a little bit of that Sooner magic where uh, Oklahoma wins the first game and the third game moves on to the College World Series. Ole Miss, on the other hand, the got sent down to South Beach. They got sent down to Miami, and uh, they were the three seed there behind Arizona, who was the two, and Miami is the one. And uh, things kind of got off to a rocky start, if I remember correctly, in that first Arizona game. Uh, I don't remember the exact score to it, but I know it was low scoring, and uh, and Ole Miss had to pretty much come up with some couple late inning hits after like three or two full days of rain delays. Uh, they, uh, they ended up winning the game, let's see, seven to four. And I want to say Tim Elko hit that go ahead Homer in the eighth. I guess. Uh, no, 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 Never mind. I, I was wrong. That did not hit a go ahead Homer, but anyway, so Ole Miss was down four to two going into the seventh and they won the game seven, four, there was five unanswered runs scored. And, you know, that was the game that kind of kick-started their, their postseason journey. Uh, they go and win a close game against Miami the next day, 2-1, uh, to one, and then they absolutely blow out Arizona to win that regional. Then they get sent over to Hattiesburg, uh, just da- down south in the state. And, and the boys in, in Hattiesburg and the fans, Pete Taylor Park, were rowdy. It was a great super to watch, and they did nothing but outscore Southern Miss 15 to nothing in two games and swept that. So... And that put them, I mean, that put them in the College World Series. And on the other side of the bracket is Oklahoma. And here we are now, almost a week later, actually, exactly a week later, we get to decide who's going to be the national champion. Um, game one, it's going to be Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm assuming it's going to be Hunter Elliott versus Jake Bennett. Hunter Elliott, the freshman lefty from Ole Miss, and then Jake Bennett, a uh, really good pitcher for Ole or. Oklahoma has been their ace all year. And then game two, I know they're probably going to throw uh, Cade Horton on for, for Oklahoma. I'm assuming Derek Diamond might go for Ole Miss. I'm not 100% sure who's going to be their game two Possibly. starter. Now, Ole Miss went ahead. Um, they they threw when in did, game when three did, against when Arkansas. They, they actually started uh, John Gaddis, who yeah. – didn't do bad. Five innings, four hits, two runs. Uh, lefty guy. I mean, he's he's good. He was one of their uh, original starters, I think, in the beginning of the year. Yeah, he's a transfer from Texas A&M Corpus Christi, senior. I, I mean, he could be the, him as well. So I'm putting either Derek Diamond or, or John Gaddis in there in that game two role. And then uh, game three, it's going to be Daniel Sandlin for Oklahoma who went, what did he go, like seven innings, uh, yeah, he 10, or David like Sandlin. David Sandlin, not Daniel. I'm sorry, David Sandlin. Seven innings, twelve punchouts, one walk, one run against Texas A&M in the clincher. Uh, he's a good number that three was, to have. And that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days rest. He'll 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 be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, he'll be fine. I just okay. So the thing is, Delusia, 120 pitch pitches on three days rest. Honestly, if Ole Miss has somebody that can start 
and they can just bullpen piece it and get it to Delusia to finish it is what Dude, I would do. I, you keep saying that. You're so wrong. That, that's what I would do. Start that game. Delusia will start that game. There's no if, ands, or buts. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying he won't. I'm saying what like what I would do is I bring Delusia in to win it. But what if it's too late? I mean, if you bring if you if Oklahoma you jumps bring him out in, to a four run lead, what happens? What's the difference between what you think the you think Delusia has the gaff to go another nine inning than Monday? No, no way. No, but so whether Yep, but if, by, if you don't start him and you if you don't start him and and they give up a bunch of runs early, Bianco has to answer questions for the next nine months about why he didn't start uh, Dylan Delucia. And his answer would be perfect. I want I was good. I wanted Delucia, the, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, the final four. I want him to go out there and win the game. I was saving Delucia to go win a ball game. See, I'm I mean, dying on my sword. That got me there. You know, I'm 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 falling on whoever got me there. And if he struggles through three innings and gets lit up, so what? I can live with that. I can't live with myself bringing him into the game on three days rest, already down four runs. Okay, I can't let's do just it. say let's just say Delucia goes. Let's just say Delucia has a strong, strong first three innings, and then he runs out of gas in the fourth or fifth. I'm just saying hypothetically here, runs out of gas in fourth or fifth. Now you're going to have to use um, all the guys who probably have already pitched the first two games, assuming you won one of them, that your best guy you pitched in that game to close it out. So now you got to use them all again, whether it's first game or second game, day off or back-to-back day. We don't know. We can't we, – I can't – you can't predict that. But anyway, back to the point. Now your, your dude is done. You know, let's just say he goes four inning, four and two-thirds inning. So we're in the fifth inning, gives up two runs. It's a 2-1 game or 2-2 game. Or you're up by one or you're up by two. You've got to eat up six inning with everybody, whoever you have. That's and exactly what you just said, though. You said, let's bring him in for the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. you got to eat up six innings either way, right? But but if you have Delucia, who you trust, who you do, go out there and slam the door for the final four innings. That's, that's who I want to be in the game when the pressure starts mounting up to win a so, national championship. I, I see your argument. Don't think I'm dumb. Like, I do see your argument. But let's take all the what-ifs out because your like, whole hey, situation. Michael, hey, didn't Michael Roth come out of the bullpen to win the, that game, that clincher? Uh, yeah, but he was also, like, on two days rest. He started game one and then came in game three. He started game one, came game three. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so a little bit so, different. So look, so let's let's Next take all day. the what ifs out because I think your scenario depends on so many what ifs. Let's just break it down to the basics. What is Dylan Delusia most comfortable doing? Starting. He's got a routine set up. He probably has recovery. Yeah, but this time you know, of year it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter routines this time of the year. Yeah, but it does because you want him just tossing in the bullpen, sitting in the bullpen, uh, and being on alert at whenever. Like, hey, go get hot. Okay, never mind. Cool back down. Go get hot. Go like anytime. No, that no, you, on, you know, you tell him we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna make it a five a five inning game basically, and you're gonna give Delucia the ball in the sixth to finish it out. Basically, so you're so fighting. You would, you would not have him like ready to go at any point. Like you're not bringing him in no, before the fifth. No, 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 no. You, you, if you have to go, I don't remember their bullpen name. Who are their two guys? Um, um, Malice and who else? Who's the other guy? The guy that their For, closer throws Broadway. No, not Broadway. Broadway. No, 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 no. Uh, Malice. Is it Evan Taylor? No, it's not Evan Taylor. Um, 
Oh wait, no, Evan Taylor, I think, pitches for No, uh, no, Arkansas. It's a lefty for Arkansas. Who's uh, the I'm other guy with Mallet? Huh? Uh Brandon Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. So here's what you can do. You can go, you can go whoever you start, whatever. I don't I don't I'm I don't know their pitching staff like all the way down to the bottom. I don't know everyone. But anyway, you can go mallet out of a jam, go one or two more innings, right? So that'll get you to third or fourth if your starter has trouble in the first. Something I'm just speaking hypothetical. And then you you can go Delusia for your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, or whatever. Eat up the, the most innings in the middle of the game when it's crunch time. And then you can go Brandon Johnson, not eighth and ninth or whatever. But my point is, I would want my best guy to the end of the national championship, whether it's the final four inning, final two inning, final five inning, whatever it is. Yeah. Because you don't know how long, you don't know how long Delusia will go, how much gas he has, if he's running on fumes or whatever. So you want to use him in the most quality inning for the, for the most valuable inning, which is the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Yeah. of a close so, game yeah so i just looked up i i completely forgot about the, both the jacks out of the bullpen for Ole miss i don't know jack washburn and uh and jack Do, uh dot is it dot dotry dot usually dotry dotry god man i'm so embarrassing with my pronunciation dotry or dotry anyway it doesn't matter um anyway so, so I, i'm not saying my way is the only way to do it i just think that would be my personal preference so to go back on your original argument, like Oklahoma at least has their three-man rotation set up, right? They, I mean, unless something drastic changes, I expect those three starters to go, and they have that extra day off, which sometimes yep. proves to be a good Shoot. thing, sometimes doesn't. Um, but I don't think it's going to matter either way. These two, these three games or two at the minimum are going to be dogfights. I think they're going to be very close. Well-played games, a lot of emotion. The stands are going to be absolutely packed to the brim. 25, 30,000 people. You think, you think Ole Miss is shipping up by the bus load? You think oh fans are shipping God, dude, are all on their way there right now? Whatever highway connects Oxford, Mississippi, and Omaha, Nebraska is going to be jam-packed for the next 24 hours. Um, and, and then, dude, Oklahoma, that's not too far either. I mean, they're going to – There's they're, probably they're a direct too. highway from Norman they're to Omaha. Too. And and they're going to come to and I'm telling you, man, this is going to be one of the best fan engaging. I mean, I guess last year was big time too. Uh, Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. That was that was probably no, two really Michi- big fan bases. Uh, yeah, I won the wife in Michigan. Vanderbilt, yeah, Vanderbilt. and Mississippi State. Uh, that was probably. That no, was I don't think Vandy's fan base is nearly as big as Oklahoma or Ole Miss. Yeah, you'd be surprised. People want to go see Vanderbilt play in person. They don't even have to be a fan, but like they would, they would drive to go watch. Um, but, but, but I'm talking. There's the difference between just a fan wanting to go watch this team play, versus a fan that has emotional ties to a certain team winning. Yeah, that's it's true. The big difference. So it'll be a more. It'll be a more electric crowd. Yeah, I think and it'll be a more electric crowd. It's um, definitely, and, and and I like how they did it this year: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I don't know why. But I think that's a great fit. Um, Saturday night's going to be big. Um, you know, of course, there's other like sporting events going on, whether it's, you know, UFC or um, MLB, yeah, whatever. But, national championship. Yeah, national championship game one Saturday. Let's hook the fans in. Sunday is going to be good as well, and then Monday night. Really, not if many sports going Monday night. Yeah, if I like that, and in the past it was always Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? 
Was it Monday, Tuesday? Went there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. It was weird. I, I remember it being weird. Either way, uh, either way, Monday in sports is always. It was. It was always Sunday, Monday, Tuesday because they brought it back yeah. a day this year. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday yep. is just weird. But it's awful. Yeah, I like Saturday, but Sunday, Monday. It'll be a good time there. I mean, um, aren't aren't all sports national championship is either Monday or Sunday? Or NFL is Sunday. College basketball is Monday. College football is Monday. Um, college baseball, if necessary, Monday. Monday. Winner take all. Um, MLB depends on the series. Um, yeah. NBA depends. depends. But for the most part, Monday night is like national championship Monday. Yeah. For the most for sure. part. So I like it. I like it. Um, because you've watched your weekend and then you've got work and then you, you're looking forward to the winner take all Monday night, like the national championship. So it's, it's a good setup. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's break down. Uh, let's do three things. Well, let's pick the winner, of course. Let's pick how many games they're going to win it in. Let's pick an MVP. And uh, just kind of it, your thoughts on the series. Yeah, your thoughts on the series. Oh, uh, also shout out to Oklahoma. I mean, not Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss just broke 10,000 jello shots. So they're leading Arkansas by a long shot now. Do you remember last year when Mississippi State fans were freaking out over like, what, 4,000? 30, I think it was 3,500 or somewhere around 3,500. And Arkansas and Ole Miss both blew, like almost tripled that record. It's, dude, it's crazy. That jello shot thing is the most genius marketing plan of all time. Of all time. Shout out to Rocco's. Next time I'm in Omaha, I'm going to buy a jello shot. I'm going to buy one jello shot. Next time I'm you're gonna, in Omaha. Yeah, hey, so what we can do, we'll have an 11.7 scoreboard right, right underneath. And just anybody that supports the podcast, they can buy a jello shot for us. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little tally mark. Um, um, so let's do this. Let's do this. You, I mean, I think we're both going to agree on this one. I think it's, this is for sure going three games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be upset if it didn't go three games. Obviously, there's no skin in the game Let's for either this. one of us. I have a better way to do it. Let's go game by game. Who do you think is going to win? Okay, well. So game one. Before, before, you, before, before, before that, listen, before that, we gotta, I got some things I'm going to say. Ole Miss comes in as a minus 130 favorite to win the series, which is crazy to me. Cra- absolutely crazy to me knowing what Oklahoma's done this postseason, not only in the conference tournament, not regional, super regionals, like Omaha as well. Uh, to make them an underdog just shocks me. Puts me in, in, like the weirdest like, headspace. I, I can't. Oklahoma. I cannot believe Oklahoma is a plus one hundred underdog. Actually, plus one ten underdog. Shocking. So there's a lot of value there. I think. Uh, obviously, you could bet game by game as well. But to bet the series is always fun. Uh, so o- Ole Miss comes in as a favorite, as a three seed, the last team in. That's that's crazy, wild, absolutely wild. Um, but I think it comes down to this. So, but that's baseball, man. That is freaking baseball for you, yeah. right there. How, how cool is it though that like we get two of the most likable guys leading each team in this College World Series final? So you think about just likable players across the country. Um, and Tim Elko comes up in conversation immediately. And I think Peyton Graham does too. They're, they're both just high character guys. You see them on the field, other guys on the other team are dapping them up. Uh, you know, 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Peyton Graham enough. Elko had been in our crosshair for the last three years. Yeah, but Peyton you know Graham's I mean? been in my crosshairs for like the last two years. I, I've really followed him uh, as like a really good player. Like I was like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna go first round when I saw him play in the Houston College Classic, uh, and he's he's gotten better throughout the year, which is which is really good. But the uh, both of those guys are kind of turning into like they're both recognizable faces amongst college baseball fans, more so Elko because I think he gets more exposure, uh, but. Peyton Graham at the same time, like people know who he is, especially in the big 12. Uh, so it's cool. I mean, I, I made a little yep. cheap graphic earlier about Superman versus Batman and uh, Photoshopped their faces really quick on him. Thought it was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is a, uh, this is a series that's going to come down to who's going to hit with runners in scoring position. That's my cliche saying of the day, because I, I don't think the ball is going to fly like it did early in Omaha. I don't know if they switched the balls or what, but balls like, are not flying. The wise words of Augie Garrido. We can't fucking do two out hitting. We can't <laughs> fucking remember. Yes. How could I forget? <laughs> I watch it every day on YouTube. Uh, two out hitting. What if else? this was a street fight, which none of We're you know anything fight, about. Which you don't know one fucking thing about, you would all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, so it comes down to this. Um, we we already previewed the pitching matchups. You want to go game by game projections? Because I I could talk about these games forever. I came well prepared. So give me so give announce game one. Who are who's yeah, so, our matchup? So at least to my best knowledge, it's Hunter Elliott for Ole Miss, the freshman lefty versus wait, wait, Jake. Wait, Bennett. when did Hunter Elliott just he just threw the game before Delusia? No, or he threw last. When did he throw? Maybe Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Dimitri, the, the rest it doesn't matter, I don't think. I'm, I'm just hold on, I'm just curious. Hunter Elliott, Ole Miss. Let me see which game did he throw? Through game two. Yeah, through game, game two, two. Which was like what? Sunday. Uh June twentieth. Was that Sunday or Monday? It was Monday. So yeah, he's Monday. got plenty of rest. So throw Saturday. No, no. Yeah. no. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, he's he's going tomorrow. No doubt about it. He's I mean, going on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, he's going Saturday against Jake. I'm assuming Jake Bennett for Oklahoma. Uh, I think uh, Derek. I mean, whoever Ole Miss's number two is going to be versus Kate Horton, and then Delusia versus uh, David Sandlin. So that's the pitching matchups. But for game one, let's go. Freshman, left-handed, stud arm, who's been an anchor in that rotation for Ole Miss. Uh, like the latter half of the year, 2.7 ERA, five and three on the year, but you know, 73 innings pitch, 96 strikeouts, and only 32 walks. That gets it done. That that gets it done. Dude, that does a job there. Jake Bennett through game one last Friday. Yeah, and so he's gonna have plenty of rest. I and, mean, he's uh, on a normal get normal college schedule. Yeah, he's a rest. huge left-handed pitcher that just racks up strikeouts. Like he's had one, two three, four, he's had four 11 plus strikeout games this year or 10 plus strikeout games this year. But um, he, he's had, he's had really good numbers, man. He had back to back bad starts against Oklahoma state and Lamar where he gave up like six and seven runs and he gave up seven to TCU once. Other than that, he's been nails. Um, 3.66 hey, ERA, guys... 110 innings pitched and 123 strikeouts and only 22 walks. I mean, he's just as good. Did if you not say... better. 
did you say Davis Sandlin was going to probably go game two for Oklahoma? Game three. Oh, game three. And, uh, and Cade Horton, game two? Yeah. Horton three. Are you really questioning me on this? I came prepared. No, no, I'm just, ask, I'm just asking. I'm just looking. I'm just looking. I'm not questioning you. Um, Horton, damn, that was all. That was already Sunday. Damn, time flying by because I remember the Horton start against Notre yeah. Dame. So yeah, Horton will go to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you said I remember Horton start like it was four weeks ago. It was four days ago. <laughs> no, it was I an remember epic. Horton start like the other day, but it was yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Um, um. So anyway, so Hunter Elliott versus Jake Bennett. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I love freshmen in this situation um i think that they i think they get a bad rep for uh for like oh moments too big whatever blah 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 it it, dude it doesn't matter and you're in the final game um that you're going to pitch on the season it doesn't matter if it's in omaha or if it's in st peter's new jersey like you're going to throw your best you're going to be well prepared the moment doesn't matter to you it's just an individual battle with yourself um, and I think he's thrown in big moment games this year. I think he's well, well versed. And I think he's going to go out and, and pitch a really good game and, and keep these Oklahoma hitters, um, you know, off balance at the plate. And, and I don't think he's a big stolen base threat as a pitcher. Uh, I didn't look at those numbers, but he seems to hold runners on pretty well. And then like Hayden Dunhurst behind the plate is throwing out close to like 30% of runners, which is really high for, um, college catchers. He's 10 of 29 on the year, so over 30%. Uh, I think Ole Miss can really shut down this uh, this Oklahoma running game. Uh, and that's one of Oklahoma's biggest strengths. Um, no, I, I agree. Um, I think it's a great first game. I mean, I just – it's hard because – it's hard because you I, – I have a feeling this is going to go game three. But I feel like if Oklahoma wins game one, Boomer Sooner could close it out in two with yeah. Horton. So here, this is why I'm going to tell you why Oklahoma is not going to win game one. And I, I hate ragging on the uh, the redshirt sophomore Jake Bennett, but he uh, he kind of got hit around a little bit by Texas A&M the, the last game. Six innings, four runs, only three strikeouts. And uh, Liberty, I think, hit a big three-run homer against him. I don't know. I just think that Ole right Miss – I think Ole Miss hits left-handed pitching a lot better than Oklahoma does. Um, I, in fact, I think I had those stats pulled up. I don't remember each team's exact numbers or exact splits. But let's see here if I can pull these up real fast. Well, hey – Here's what I do really like about Jake Bennett. Four walks combined in his last four starts. Well, no. Yeah, his last uh, three starts, four walks combined in his last three starts. So five five and two-thirds, seven and six. He doesn't really walk people. Um, and in this time of the year, if you don't walk people, you're going to have good success. You're going to have really good success in that ballpark. Yeah, no freebies. Um, that's 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 true. So I really like that. He gave up four runs against A and M, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oklahoma was already up pretty big in that one. They so were. He was yeah. just more. He was just more. Hey, 
get ahead, fastball, fastball, you know, not really so much high leverage situation, just more just get outs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wouldn't hold him. I mean, to go, hey, to go seven innings, one earned run against Virginia Tech tells me a little bit more. I mean, he's a, he's a damn good pitcher. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to talk myself into Ole Miss pretty much having to, having to win game one. And uh, I, I trust, dude, I trust Hunter Elliott as a freshman. I really do. Um, big game pitcher. I'm, so you're going, you're going Ole Miss game one. Yeah, I think Ole Miss wins game one. They jump out early, uh, and and I think that they kind of cruise to a win. Uh, I, I would say Ole Miss seven. No, no, Ole Miss four, Oklahoma two. You're That's not holding my... Oklahoma to two run. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, this in this situation, yeah. I'm going Oklahoma game one. I think Oklahoma wins like eight to. four. Four eight five with a couple late runs from Ole Miss when, um, wow. I'm yeah I'm going to Oklahoma, and if, okay. I don't know what the over what the over let me look at the over under out on that game. I don't think so because I don't think they've officially not, uh, announced starting pitchers. But let me look real quick. I looked about an hour ago. They didn't have them, but they could have popped up. Oh, they did. Ole Miss plus one and a half minus one eighty. Oklahoma minus one and a half plus one fifty five. It's an even, like, minus 110 on both sides, over under 12 runs. Ooh, 12 is too many. Uh, and I said 8 to 5, which is 13, but I sound less. I would take the under on that. Um, I would take the under on that. Um, yeah, I, I, take, I love taking, the under there. I'm rolling with Oklahoma. Under and Ole Miss. That's my bet. So It's 6 to it, 3 game. Yeah. Yeah, under. In order for the under to hit, you got to have a team at least score 7. That's that's a lot of runs. Yeah, seven. Like seven six seven five would be a push. Yeah, I think the under is no. is is my favorite bet right there. But I will say this: Delucia doing that CG today really gives Bianco a lot of option for who we want, who he can go long relief. He can he doesn't have to ride Elliot if Elliot had the bad start. He has a lot of options. The guys that are fresh, and he can he can play chess a little bit easier than because he nobody has thrown. They had an extra day off, so they'll have two days yeah. off, um, which is good. So we'll see. But I'm I'm riding Oklahoma game one. Okay, um, so game two. I, I mean, it's going to be TBA versus Cade Horton. We saw what Cade Horton did. Uh, I mean, against Notre Dame on Sunday it was it, it was impeccable. 96, 97, 98, up in the zone, wipeout slider. Good feel for the pitches as well. I think he earned himself a pretty big signing bonus if he decides to get drafted this year, uh, which I imagine he will. I mean, I'm thinking six, seven figures maybe uh, if he uh, continues this. But I like Oklahoma game two. If, if, oh, actually, either way. I mean, I'm taking Cade Horton versus whoever Ole Miss is going to start out there. It's a uh, That's why I need o- or Ole Miss to win game one because I think, I think Oklahoma just – Pitching wise is going to be able to uh, to outlast Ole Miss's offense because Cade Horton plus the bullpen, Ole Miss has got a really good bullpen this year as well. Uh, it's tough to say exactly what my prediction would be because I don't know who the the starters will be and what game one looks like. But I would imagine like I'd probably bet the over twelve uh, and, and o- Oklahoma to win. So. 
see. I I I I don't know why. I think this series is going three games. If only if, but at the same time, if Oklahoma wins game one, they're they're in a great position to win the series in two. If oh, they win game one, um, that was the most obvious statement I've ever heard. I mean, no, it could have been their pitching options could have been a little different where so-and-so through like it could have been different where you would have been like Ole Miss is winning this game. Yeah. It's more, it's you know fair. what I mean? Like it's obviously they can win in two if they win the first one. Like obviously it's much easier, but I'm talking about a little more analytically. They, but I mean, shit, man. I think, I think Cade Horton had his one off start. Because, I mean, oh come on! <laughs> I, I think I think Ole Miss beats. I think Ole Miss wins game two. And You're just saying that so it fits your narrative of three games. No, no, no. Here's here's why. The way Ole Miss's lineup has been going, similar to Oklahoma, with the quality at bats and stuff, I think they're going to work Horton a little more than than uh, Notre Dame. I think they're going to be a little a little stiffer test. The Notre Dame. I don't know. I just, I just, just my feeling. That's just what I think. And I think Ole Miss wins the nail biter game too. Yeah. So, and I don't think, it, I don't think it'll be very high scoring either. So we both have them one, one going through two games and we have the opposite. I have Ole Miss one, Oklahoma two, and you have Oklahoma one, Ole Miss two. So if there was a game three, it would be D- Dylan DeLucia versus David Sandlin. And I don't know what it is, man. I I think this is Oklahoma's year to win the uh, the College World Series. I, I'm taking David Sandlin, 12 punch outs against who's well rested versus a a short rested Dylan Delucia and staff. I, I like Oklahoma to win it, to clinch it, crush Ole Miss's hearts, and it honestly it would kind of crush my heart a little bit. I think my heart is rooting for Ole Miss, but my brain is is saying that Oklahoma is going to win. Um, I think that this is like the perfect opportunity for both head coaches to to actually get away from the haters because Skip Johnson gets a lot of hate from Oklahoma and Big 12 fans. Uh, we know the hate that Mike Bianco gets from the SEC fans and Ole Miss fans at times, but they're both you know flat out top one percent coaches across the country. Uh, maybe not one percent because there's only 300 teams, but let's say top 10 percent coaches. Across what the is country, percent of three hundred three. They're three. not top three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe not one percent. I say top top ten percent. Top. They're top thirty coaches in the they're country. They're probably top thirty. Yeah, top yeah, twenty five. So, top twenty um, maybe. And they both have, have come off this like incredible season uh, where the pieces have just fit. But ultimately, I like I like Oklahoma, man. I think that they showed me enough in the Big Twelve tournament uh, that they can win those games in the big ballparks by. Um, singling people to death, taking advantage of walks and errors, and uh, their pitchers throw strikes, and and I think that plays a big part of low pitch counts. You know, getting their bullpen in um, deep into games, and and I and I think Peyton Graham has the the it factor. I, I know I've been, you know, praising Peyton Graham like he's uh, my own child, but his uh, his demeanor on the field, his his approach at the plate uh, at shortstop. He shows he doesn't show any emotion, which is yeah, kind of, he just kind of feels like a me. winner. Yeah, it's boring, but like he feels like a winner, like someone that has quiet confidence that's going to go through and you know lead the team the way that he wants to be led. And which is I, I just cool. See, yeah, I just think, but I mean, Tim Oko's the same way. He's not flashy. They're both He's the quiet. same way, which is cool. But give me the dude that slaps his chest after a big strikeout 
like give, I'm not saying like just obnoxious and stuff like but like t- like just t- chirping at the other team all game long or anything like that but just he just gave everything he had made a big pitch got the out gives a little like chest bump a yell and that's it and then he walks off the like walks into the dugout like give what's me one Oklahoma's of those closers that- name what's Oklahoma's closers name that uh that did the horns down that's your guy um, if that's who you're looking for Michael Trevin yeah I don't know. No, it's his, Trevin, his Trevin little, Michael. Isn't it Trevin Michael? Trevin Michael, yeah. Yeah. His uh his little little mustache ride and whatever and wave goodbye. I don't that was a little like I wouldn't I don't know if I'd do something like that the other team. Like I mean, I'm not saying bad or anything. It was it was pretty savage to be honest, but I just a little yell. Just a, just let it let it out like how you're feeling. You're you're fired up, but hey, there's let nothing wrong with a quiet guy. Um, and to finish off the pick, give me Oklahoma game three. Um, you know what I have this, you know what this team gives me the vibe to give me What's that. So, you know how with Tennessee, you just assume they were just like a machine. You just assume they were just going to win game. Like you mm-hmm. thought every time you put a bet on Tennessee, they were going to win. Like it was a lock. Yeah. Oklahoma went, had gone big 12 championship, regional championship. Super regional championship, left side of the bracket championship. Why would I bet against them to not win the fifth one and the final one? Like they're that's, just they're not point. even hot. They're not even hot. They're just that damn good of a team. Like we didn't say Tennessee is the hottest team in the country. We just said they're so damn good. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from uh, from Oklahoma. They're just so damn good. They're just gonna keep winning. You know what's funny is if Oklahoma was preseason ranked like fifth in the country. People would be like, this is the team that we knew all along. Like We knew that they were going to bounce back. But no, like they were kind of written off at a lot of points in the season. Yep. And, uh, and you know, here they are. I mean, you're right. That, we that's didn't, good I, didn't really watch many, I didn't really watch many Oklahoma games in February and March. I'm going to be honest with you. I hardly watched them. I mean, any. I watched them in that uh, – they went 0-3, I think, in the, uh, yeah. the Shriners okay. outside, College Classic. Outside, outside of the Shriners because of who they were playing. Outside of that. I don't think I really watched a truly watched an Oklahoma game. I think until they played Texas Tech final week in the year. Um, I watched them play against uh, Oklahoma Maybe State. Texas. I remember. No, I watched them play against Oklahoma State, and then at or they hosted Texas. I watched like the Sunday game there. Um, but, but other than yeah, that, we didn't. I didn't really watch that much of Oklahoma baseball. I watched them against Texas Tech in that midweek game in uh, somewhere in Texas, wherever the hell they played. Oh, you know what? I watched them play on that midweek game at Dallas Baptist, and they got smoked one of the times. Yep, 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 yep. But other than that, I there were other teams I watched a lot more than Oklahoma. And I'm just being honest. I mean, it's not like I hate – I don't like them or anything. I just didn't have much interest. Yeah, you weren't invested in them. But, uh, wow, I'm looking at the uh, – wow, so, I'm yeah, looking I'm, at a lot of this stuff. Um, I forgot that they – they walked off Oklahoma State in a midweek game with a, I think it was a two-run homer. No, 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 no. It was like a, oh, it says RBI walk. Oh, they walked them off, literally walked them off. Walk off walk, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So you're, you're um, taking yep. Oklahoma, Oklahoma in three. I'm taking Oklahoma in three. Who's your, who's your uh, most valuable player? It could be a pitcher. It can be a hitter. I think it comes down to two guys. I think me. I think it's I think it's Peyton Graham. Yeah. If if, if it's not Peyton, uh, sorry. Wow. 
Okay, it's not I'll, Peyton other Grant, than Peyton Graham, it's either going to be Jimmy Crooks or, or Tanner Treadway. I mean, they're both having great years. Treadway would probably. Now it could be like a Cade Horton, or it could be like a. Uh, it, Maybe it could be Rick it Bennett. could be a Trevin Michael if he closes yeah, out two games. If he games, gets a couple saves, if he cut the close out two game, um, it could be Trevin Michael. But I now, I have like Oklahoma it, three. Let's say Ole Miss wins. Who who do you think would be the the favorite for MVP other than like Elko and Gonzalez and and those guys? Jimmy, I, think, I think I think um, Graham Kevin Graham. Yeah, Kevin Graham was definitely up on the list. Here's a sleeper. Hayden Dunhurst, no, wait, if, he sh- if, if he shuts down the running game and throws out a few runners, I could see Dunhurst getting a lot of votes. I, I know who it is. If Ole Miss is going to win this series, that means whatever. I think if Delusia starts on Monday and he shoves and Ole Miss wins the national it'll be Dylan Delusia. Yeah. yeah. If Ole Miss I- wins the national championship, that means Delusia shoved on Monday. It'll be him. Unless they just somehow win the first two games. Maybe. May, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm not ruling anything out, but Dylan DeLucia, if he pitches the game three and they win the national championship because he pitched well, it's going to 1,000% be him. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, this is where legends are made. Uh, we'll figure it out, man. Like last year, the big players stepped up for Mississippi State. Um, Tanner Allen. Landon Sims, Wait, Will Bednar. You can't forget. You can't forget. Braylon Skinner. Yeah, Braylon Skinner played a big part in that too. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is where the dogs come to shine. It's like every other sport, basketball, football. Uh, you have your best players on the team, and they have to perform in, or- in order for you to win. And uh, we know who the players are. Like, we know who Ole Miss has to have, and we know who Oklahoma has to have. It's about who's going to step up and, and actually win a national championship, which, I mean, just the national championship alone for both of these schools kind of makes me happy. We haven't seen a national uh, oh, championship. I'm so happy. It's going to be, it's going to be, I'm so happy. One, this national championship going to a school that will appreciate the hell out yes. of it. Same thing with like Mississippi State last year. It went to a school yep. that, you know, they would appreciate. Obviously, every national championship is appreciated, I think. But it's a different, but... it's a different, like if Bandy win. We did the damn job. We finished. Mm-hmm. Like we finished. We did it. Like let's go. Congratulations, Old Miss. Oh my God, what a dream come true! Holy shit, I can't believe this happened. This is what yeah. a dream. I'm just so thankful. Blah 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 blah. You know, it's a little. It, it hits different. It, it does different for them. Yeah so. these these players probably didn't show up to campus their freshman year thinking, yeah, I'm going to win a national championship one day. Uh, I don't think that uh, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe. maybe they're both still really but good. It programs. was just a far fetched. It was a far fetched dream. Yeah. Um, but anyways, man, uh, just to wrap up the show, we, we, uh, we only have like what one episode left. We have one episode left. That's crazy, man. What a long season. Unbelievable. What a, okay. What a long season, but it also yeah. flew by. Flew by. I man. would say I the mean, postseason flew by. It's crazy because, like, my son's three months old now, and it feels like halfway through the year um, before he was born, like, we were just still cranking out podcasts, watching games and everything. So uh, it's uh, it's been really, really fun. The uh, the amount of, like, social media interactions we've gotten this year is, like, well in the tens of millions, which is – we looked at the stats just, like, the last 28 days was something like 17 million impressions. So it's a uh, – it's kind of cool. Yeah, it, hey, it's really thank, cool. Thank you so much to all the listeners. Um, I, 
I mean, I guess we can do this now because the national championship one will just kind of be just a quick, it'll be a little shorter. This is our last true podcast during the season. Um, So thank you to everybody for your listening, Um, all your feedback, your criticism. I got, I got plenty of criticism this year. I got called (laughs) a piece of shit. I got called yada, yada. Um, I've been called worse on a baseball field. So calling it on the internet doesn't hurt my feeling. Um, But thank you so much to everybody interacting, following along. Um, I just hope at least one of you out there, if you're listening now, became a bigger fan of the sport, whether you were a yeah. fan before, more invested now, or even if you're somebody who came because of the lockout in the MLB and you fell in love with the game, I hope we I hope we had a small part in that, um, in helping you appreciate the sport. It's only getting bigger. Sometimes we say things that might be mean or off base or just absolutely flat out wrong. We do that. When you talk, I don't know how many episodes we have this year, but when you do an hour and a half, let's just say 14 weeks, two times a week, 30 episodes, and you're talking over 30 hours, you're going to say some stupid shit And if you're talking for 30 hours. So yeah, um, I apologize for anything. I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> what it is. You don't have to if, apologize for anything. No, the people I mean, that give you a, crap have never done it before. So they, yeah. They, so, they, but I mean, I can't, I can't even, I can't even, share how much I appreciate it. It's so much easier to cover your sport when there's a bunch of people out there waiting for your content or waiting for your game update, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. When you know people are out there waiting for it or excited for it or looking for it, it makes it that much easier because you're providing something that somebody is looking for. It makes it all worth it. So thank you guys so much. Um, I, I, yeah, I can't thank you enough. It's, It's been a blast. Um, I enjoy the hell out of this. I enjoy it. it it's a, it's gone from a hobby to a little bit more of a stronger passion, if you will, mm-hmm. over the years. Um, and this was probably my favorite year so far because of yeah. I think I think we were a little more invested this year than we were in years past. Um, so yeah, um, that's all I have to say. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, um, you hit the nail. And- you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, that's the whole reason why we started this back in 2019 was just grow the game and make sure that more people were aware about it, make it more exciting. And obviously, you know, we we don't deserve even a fraction of the credit that this sport has gotten just because of the uh, the players and the other media outlets that are accepting it now. But we do want to make sure that, like, we are making more college baseball fans out there. And I, I'm really confident that we were. I mean, we we've put out good content for free this whole year. It's been nothing short of, uh, of excellent. And, uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that appreciate what we, what we do and we're, we're glad to do it. It makes us happy. So. And it's only going to get bigger. Um, we're going to keep working hard. We're going to keep coming up with new ideas, new possibilities, new opportunity to cover the game even more and make it even more entertaining. We don't want to do X's and O's and numbers and crunching data, other people find a joy and passion in that. So that, let them do it. Let them enjoy that. Be that, make that your outlet for those kind of nerdy track man stack cast numbers. We're on the side of, we're just fans who enjoy watching the sport. And we want to like, we love talking shit. I love watching players talk shit. I love the cool little clips that um, I pulled up all season. Um, just the more entertaining side of it rather than the numbers side of it. Because there's plenty of people out there that do that let them control that, that niche, niche, yeah. niche of the sport. Um, 
they're little they're people for every part of the game so um yeah thank you enjoy this national championship and enjoy your summers um yeah that's we'll about be, all i got we'll be back to wrap it all up but appreciate everybody and uh we'll see you guys monday night maybe maybe sunday night depends we shall see hashtag wait to see <laughs> all right